0: Be sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels. Welcome to your sophomore year at the Tragedy Academy, where you are the teacher and we are the students. Together, we will learn from past tragedies to lay the foundation for a better humanity. The only supplies you'll need an open mind and a sense of humor. So, tilt that chair back, talk at a turn, and never raise your hand. Because this is the tragedy Academy and class session I pure Scott <laughs> I totally get what you're saying it's it, I I do like the idea though uh, wait a minute welcome to the tragedy Academy a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor my name is Jay and I am joined by the host of I am just gaying Hernando del Castillo
1: How you doing, Hernando? I'm awesome. I'm excited to be in your show. It's been long time coming, so I'm like Yeah, I know. I was prepping up for it. I was prepping. I was like, yay, you're my You prepped for the show? I I I, not like in real life prep, like emotionally prep myself. Like emotionally. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a requirement when you come around me because I will I will overwhelm you. That is just fact. Also, just to catch everybody up, we were discussing um Hernando's new way that he's going to pr- do his comedy sets. He's going to hire a writer that will just stand beside him as he does
1: his sets, whispering each joke individually into his ear. That's exactly. And you are that writer. So I'm going to have you on stage with me. And I'm like, he's actually going to whisper the whole time while I'm telling you jokes. So you will be my writer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what? That is a great bit for one reason and one reason alone. You can flop the whole time. Totally.
1: And it's funny because the other dude is taking the heat. I'm never like, this is not me. This is him. You guys need to boo him. Not me. I'm funny. He isn't. <laughs> dude, That's like a legit real life ventriloquist dummy or some shit. Like, I'm like, the only thing is that he doesn't have his, you know. You know, <laughs> hand up, my, up, He doesn't have his hand up. My his hand's not up there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Could you imagine, man?
0: You don't want somebody moving your arms with their with your pinky and their thumb.
1: Exactly. I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> so, "No go." But uh, yeah, totally. I was like, uh, "You're my actually." You're the first invite that I have uh, now that I started kind of like in this podcasting world. Uh, you're my first. Guest appearance as a from somebody that invited me to be on the, on a podcast, so I'm excited.
0: Well, we're we're super happy to have you on, and I'll tell you one of the uh, the reasons that uh, that you were you were chosen from uh, people that applied to come on the show was um, the candor and humor with which you operate. I love it. That's I feel like that is how you should navigate life. Totally. So how does one come to that juncture in life where they just go unfiltered and they say, fuck it, I'm going to be me.
1: You get real low, like you're your, you're low, like the the I went real low in life. So there's nowhere there's nowhere else to go but up. When you get to that low point, like that low point is that low point. And then there's like, okay, well, I, I don't care anymore because I'm just this slow that like, actually it was me being three years ago, me being in a psych ward after a breakup for like six days. It was like, um, I'm in a, I'm in a, they're medicating me, they're sedating me and I'm in a rope and I'm around people that are screaming out crazy obscenities. And this is the low, this is it this is the one. And I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do it.
0: You have to, you know, the best (laughs) if you can't laugh at these situations,
1: there's a fucking problem. That's the only way to get through it. Dark humor is the way to go. It was like the the best worst experience of my life or worst best experience of my life, whichever way you (laughs) want to look at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're right, but there's, I mean, it's, it's part of the process. I don't think you become a real human until you hit your knees really fucking hard, <laughs> really hard. And you have to reevaluate reality as a everything,
1: whole Everything. At that point, I just looked at my life. Like where, who am I at that point was like, who am I, who have I been for the past? I don't know. X amount of years. Like where am I going who do I want to be now? Like, I, it was crazy. It was, it's was. it been a crazy three years. It's been a lot of changes, shifts. And I was like, I need to follow. My, I wanted to follow my dreams seven years before that. And I just didn't because I was scared because I was a director and I was making money. You know, I was like, you know, I didn't want to let go of that lifestyle of like, and then all of a sudden it was like, everything was taken. And I was like, okay, well then I need to restart. I need to just, this is the restart. And I had I had the restart, and I said I'm gonna be a comedian. That's I I love making people laugh. I, I make people laugh in the streets, in in offices, and everywhere. That's just my life. I'm just like always like trying to make a joke out of something. It's, so I
0: can relate. It's it's kind of like um you know all those all those comedians that uh, that we've we've loved over the years are the most tortured. They're the ones that have gone through the most you know painful scenarios. In fact, I I venture to say the majority of comedians out there have a tortured past of some way, you know, of some shape or form. Tell me, tell me what it's like. I, I, I kind of have an idea, but tell me what it's like when you're a director, you know, you're making, you know, you're making money. Everybody's looking at your car. Everybody's looking at your smiles and your Instagram and your Facebook and everything is, everything is what everybody wants. What is
1: going on in the director's head? I'm dying inside. I'm dying inside. I look at that card that I worked 10 years. I, I'm, I'm in sobriety. So like I, I became sober and I said, I have to do something with my life because I wasted it. I wasted my life. I wasted my life. <laughs> I've been drinking and drugging for too long. Now I wasted my life. I have to be something. And uh, so it became like becoming something all of a sudden, like I have to become something. That's an addiction in and of itself. I know. I was like addicted. Like I was a workaholic, like no lie. Like I would be like, working crazy amount of hours in the hospitality industry 14 hour days 7 days a week like just like just 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 just, 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 just. hospitality is no joke uh, that uh, shit's uh, brutal uh, and thankless uh, like just thinking about it makes me like wanna throw up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> try try
0: solution architect for a global consulting firm <sighs> I can't I
1: I I, I, I <laughs> solution architect. That sounds boring. That sounds boring to me. <laughs> like solution architect. What do you do with solution how do you what do you do as a solution architect? Dude,
0: dude, all all it is is looking at processes and trying to find ways to make them run faster and leaner and it's the dumbest shit ever. I can't even quantify it because in all actuality, it's make believe trying to organize make believe. Oh, we're making up stuff <laughs> or we're making it's up it ever is. That's oh, what okay. humans do is make shit up. Exactly. Dude, those masks cuz you you you're you're exactly right and the reason why i ask that is because i think more people need to hear and i'm not sticking up for people that are well off but i always like to put it out there that there is a certain amount of misunderstanding for what happiness looks like yes happiness is not A car, a home or any of those things. It's not it's not social status. It's not how many likes. It's not any of those things. And it's not a smile. It isn't. Listen up, people. Happiness is not a fucking smile. It isn't. It is not a
1: fucking (laughs) smile. Like it isn't.
0: People will they'll put so much stock in that because
1: you know what? They don't understand that there's a maintenance fee. Exactly. I paid for it heavily. An emotional, like in, in like me thinking like, where am I in my life? Like, who am I right now? I worked so hard to get here and I am so unhappy, like so unhappy. Like I just, I used to like think, oh my, like I used to go to work and I used to be like all these years, 10 years I spent becoming this director to get to this point, to get this like business card. And I would look at the business card and I'm like, and I will detest it. I hate looking at it because I wasn't happy. And that's when my comedy career started, actually, because I was the I was I was a, I was a director and I was like, I'm dead inside. Like, I I, this is not okay. I thought I reached here and I should be happy now that I'm here. I'm happy. I should be happy. Yay. I have the car. The I have the boyfriend. I'm miserable. I'm miserable. And I'm waking up like, why am I miserable? And I think it's because I wasn't living my truth. I wasn't living. You're, you're right. I wasn't living my truth. I wasn't. I, I was. And then I did stand up comedy and I knew at that point that that's what I needed to do. I knew it. I was too scared to do it. And I even. The How, hard is is How hard is that? How hard is that?
0: Stand up. Stepping. Cause oh, so God. I get where you're coming from. And I like to, I like to hear this because this is, this is you on a precipice. Mm -hmm. This is you at that juncture in life where you can take the easy way. Exactly. Listen to this, the easy way and be a director and go through all that shit because that's what the mind believes. Exactly. Right? The mind actually believes that's the safe road to like cancer,
1: ulcers and everything in between. comes. Thumbs every day, my Lanta every day, I couldn't sleep, waking up at five in the morning, I waking up at five in the morning, waking up like answering emails at six, working up to like, like 10 o'clock at night. And I was making money and I had money. I did. I did have money. And I, and I had these trappings of life. That like people will look at and like, and they will see my, my Instagram and my Facebook and they'll be like, um, like, people will come up to me like, oh my God, you're always doing something. You're always traveling. You're always like in Vegas or you're always here. I'm like, no, I'm working. I'm working. I'm not having fun. I'm on my work. It's I'm on work mode. (laughs) You know, that life is not fun. Yeah. Everybody's
0: like, oh, you get to go into hotels and stay there and live in them. Uh, I can tell you, you know, you as hospitality know it better than anyone. However, as a guy that's wearing uh, that stupid sport coat uh, and saying hi to everybody that I get on and off the plane with week after week in whatever state or country that I'm landing in, hotel life is is not fun it is the sucks worst life. ass it is not glamorous it's oh all my. the same food you can get a fucking Caesar salad chicken wings or some bizarre ass burger or
1: salmon you're done that's it or, or some microwave shit salmon. salmon everywhere salmon everywhere there's salmon ev- there's, I've, I've had so many different types of salmon <laughs> cooked so many different ways everybody's, everybody's <laughs>
0: hotel chef thinks that his, his go to dish is some kind of
1: salmon with some sprinkled shit on it. Exactly. Some, some, something on top of the salmon. It's the same salmon. Some of it is drier. Some of it is like more tender. It's the same salmon. It's, it's salmon. Mrs. Dash. I'm just like, I've had salmon in Vegas, I've had salmon in Boston, I've had salmon in LA, I've had salmon, I've had salmon that's, everywhere. I'm, that's your next set. I've had salmon <laughs> everywhere. Or in, in the Hispanic way, salmon, because we call it salmon, or the Miami way, salmon. Like, I want salmon, some salmon. Yeah. Salmon, I want some salmon. Like salmon. Salmon. I mean, salmon. Okay, so, so here's my thing.
0: I used to. I used to. Sometimes I would I, in my asshole days. I would have cracked me up, and it still does. But at the same time, my logical mind says, "Who the fuck stuck an L in it?"
1: Thank you. <laughs> like, there should not be an L in salmon. It should be S A M M I N. Thank you. <laughs> it should be S S A M M I N. Is that semen? No, that's not. no 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 wrong <laughs> wrong wrong vowel. <laughs> hey, it's, it's A, not E. <laughs> I know Is
0: that what is happened? that what happened? Is is that that what did, did the bowels get flipped?
1: <laughs> so so yeah, It was the we, worst. Were all, we
0: all wanted salmon all But want, now nah, We got <laughs>
1: semen That's what we had my, Actually the story of my life I wanted salmon <laughs> And now I got semen <laughs> That's your memoirs That's my memoirs Memoirs of <laughs> semen like, Or the story of salmon Or something like that, that sounds like the worst yin yang ever worst, The worst The worst semen salmon, and salmon Salmon and salmon I'm like But this makes for great stories So And that's the thing that I found myself like Just always like Anywhere I go I would just Even with trainings And stuff like that I would be cracking jokes Because they're like you You're hilarious. And then my friends, but like, let me tell you, when I became a comedian, people would like not, they, my friends were like, well, I don't know if you're going to be funny on stage. They will crack down on me. Like, I don't think you're going to be that funny. They will like literally beat me down. I'm like, whoa, voter confidence. Do you know why? Do you know why? Why? I don't know. It's super, it, it, when I tell you, you're going to be like, fuck,
0: that's so obvious. Uh Right? Think about something you really want to do really bad, right? And then you see somebody else taking that risk and doing it, Mm -hmm. right? You have a choice at that moment. You can support them and jump up and down, or you can try to stop them so you can justify why you're, not making that effort for your own true dream,
1: true. That's true.
0: So yeah, so you will look at others. You know, and it's subconsciously they will tell you you're not
1: going to do that great. But all they're saying is, I'm not going to do that great. Totally. They, I think they go on, on protection mode. Like they they're protecting their life, and they're looking at my life, and they're protecting their life. They're like, I need to protect a my mirror. life. I need to protect the fact that he was a director and now he's going to be a comedian and now he's letting go of everything. And what do why do I need to let go of to live my dreams? And he's letting go of a lot of stuff to live his dreams. And I just, and and the reality that I found out in life is that you need to let go of everything to live life. Everything, everything that you hold on to, you need to let it go to follow your dreams. Every single Everything you need to let go of, and it was hard coming back from a background from being Colombian. My mom, my family—they're very accomplished people in Colombia. They're they're like lawyers and doctors. And every time I would go to Colombia, they're like, "When are you gonna graduate? When are you gonna graduate? When are you gonna get your?" Mind you, I make more money than them as a director in the United States that they will ever make it's in their life. Programming, and it's programming. And, and my dad's like, "Oh, when are you gonna get your degree?" Because my sister has a master's and my cousin is a doctor, and my and I'm like and I'm like looking at them like I make more money than you do you not understand that I make like five times what you make as a director in a hotel and I don't have a degree I don't have a degree I didn't went to school degrees are stupid they're stupid totally the whole
0: the whole system is fucked up and the problem is that there are now those cognitive biases because you're explaining your parents mindset now they're only they're only parroting exactly what they were told. They're only passing on the structure of safeness to you. They only are passing on the judgment. They believe they will receive or you will receive. If you are an uneducated kid running around out there with that last name, I I understand they don't realize that that's what they're doing. And it's because again, they didn't take the risk they wanted to because here's here's, here's the reality. A comedian would exist if reality didn't exist, right? Because you would still be authentic. You would still be humorous, laughing at whatever was surrounding us. An attorney is not going to exist. It's not a real thing. It is. It's not. It is just a made up position with which to operate within this societal cloud that we have, this dream
1: state, everything that is around us. That's all it is. And how did you come up with that? How did what happened? to you with that realization, what was it? Because there's something that happens to everyone that makes you come to those realizations. Something happens to you.
0: For me, it was a culmination of a lifetime of events, right? And it started out when I was young. Um, I didn't grow up under the best conditions um, and bullied, things of that nature. I grew up uh, very poor and I had no identity. And this is going to where it starts. To, it's going to start to sound familiar um, because of the way that I grew up. I didn't um, because when you're bullied in that manner, you have no idea what persona to carry um, in order to not be abused. Right. So in those situations, you grow up with no identity. You grow up with every identity. You become an actor. And then totally. you become that actor, you move on into adult life. I went into the army. I did 10 years there, loved my service, loved my, you know, my friends. Thank and, you for doing that for
1: us. I appreciate it. Thank you it. for
0: the support. Um, that said, many have done much more than I have, and uh, I appreciate them. And my time, I respected it. It taught me a lot of great things. Um, that said, still wasn't me. That is not what I was put on this earth to do. It was what I was put on this earth to go through. Just like the bullying, just like the poverty, just like any of those things. And then moved on to adulthood. When you grow up that way, you don't understand where the value system is in life. What is going to fill that void? Well, hopefully, it's the adoration of my friends around me for how far I came. Let me get a car let me get a house. Let me put a theater in my house. Let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get this six figure job. You put, you know, you use something to motivate yourself. What I did was I put a hundred thousand dollar, a fake hundred thousand dollar bill on my, underneath my computer monitor at work and said, that's what I want to achieve. Mm. And you know, I achieved it. And then I wasn't happy. Thank you. I got a theater. I wasn't happy. I I got an Audi. I wasn't happy. And, and, Here's the thing. People will, you know, I kind of have the ability to make this judgment call, whereas most people don't because it kind of start out in the middle. Screw you. I ate from the Denton bin. That's that wow. place that you go to The grocery stores, dump their food to, and you get to guess whether or not the label on it matches the food. Oh. Dude, <laughs> you know how many times they have this big box of all these dented cans and like 30 percent of them or maybe 25 percent. Have labels Mm -hmm. And everybody grabs them And then the rest It's like They tell you It's ravioli in that bitch, and they—they—you think it is. You think it's (laughs) Chef Boyardee? Do a poor kid? You're excited. You're gonna. You're like borderline crying. You're like I get ravioli, you know. And then you get home, crack that bitch open, and it slides out beets. No beets. (laughs) Beets. Like not even like a decent vegetable.
1: Beets (laughs) Beets taste like dirt to me. They're like dirt. They are. Whoever ate the first beet is an asshole. Oh, and then they put it in like stuff like and now it's like okay another thing that you do in hotels that they love to put and everything beats 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 add beat salad beat this beat that no beat I'm gonna beat you up if you give me more beats <laughs> Dude, it's that, and don't put fucking grapes
0: in my chicken Ugh. salad. I'm gonna punch you in the windpipe. If you put any Ugh. more grapes in my in
1: my chicken salad, I'm gonna get pissed. Beats. I didn't ask for fruit cocktail with fucking meat. Oh my god, I asked for fucking meat. My mom wanted, my mom always wanted to feed me rice and beets, rice and beets. No. Yes. That's okay. A, so that's a thing. What? What is? No. That is that, not a thing. A it can't be. It's a my thing. wife is Colombian. Oh, your wife's She's Colombian. Her, I'm Colombian.
0: Uh, my wife is half Colombian, half Italian. Her parents mm-hmm. are both immigrants. And my my mother in law is actually here, and she made uh, spaghetti last night. Mm. Oh. But I've never. I now. I there are some. There are a lot of soups out of Columbia. I've we love that. Soup. Sancocho. soup, 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 Sancocho, soup. Sancocho, Sancocho, Sancocho. It comes from being raised with the cheapest things you that you can to. provide. You have to. You throw them in there and it lasts. And, and you once have it's to. been boiled, yeah. Oh no, trust me. It, same thing happens in the poor white community yeah, in yeah, South Florida. It's just called ham and beans and <laughs> shit like that. It's fucking gross. I was
1: I was raised the same way. Like my mom, single mom with two kids, like living in Miami trying to raise two children. I lived in Hialeah. I was actually, you know, raised in Hialeah. So that's where I come from. I'm a Hialeah boy. I went to Hialeah Elementary, so. That's no joke down there. No, it's no joking. I, I love Hialeah. Listen, it's the most ratchet, ghetto, <laughs> uh, amazing place in the world. I- I'm sorry, it's like you feel, I- I've i lived in Tallahassee. I lived in Clearwater. Ooh, that's, I live- that's, uh, that's, uh, 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 that's That's some big uh, trucks area uh, right there. Uh, I I just I I I will always re- gravitate back to my roots which is I'm from the 305 and I will always stay in the 305 because I can't live anywhere else in Florida besides Miami. When I came when you go to a Walgreens and they're playing like Celia Cruz, La Negra tiene Tumbao in a Walgreens <laughs> in Hialeah, you're home. I was home. I cried once. I was like, oh my God, Celia Cruz is at Walgreens. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I believe it. <laughs> you
0: you long for the authenticity that is the life that way, because what you're describing is, um, and and this is The existential crisis comes to the poor faster than it does the rich. Totally. Yes, it does. You will hit your knees a lot earlier in life and then you will become authentic a lot earlier in life because the strife is different. Doesn't mean it's any, it doesn't mean it's better, worse, anything of that nature, right? Right. But you get a lot of authentic people when you go into that community. You get people that want to laugh. You go to a barber shop in fucking like, you know, Hartford, Connecticut,
1: and then you turn around and go to a barbershop in Hialeah. What's the conversation going to be like? It's amazing. The conversations about like shit. They, Life. They, like they talk shit about everything. Like it's like instead of that Hartford, because I've been there and it's like super quiet and very like, subdued very like (laughs) very like you know (laughs) i understand very polite conversations and i and the 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 funny part is that i like went from like like you go from living as a poor person and then you go into like into this place where you're in this areas of like with a lot of money and you see the difference and you're and you're looking at the difference in between all of that and you're like oh wow you know I can see the difference in all of this, so yeah, the barber the barber shop up there, I actually lived in Connecticut for a while, and it is uh oh you did. <laughs> You were like, I know those barber shop talks in Connecticut, dude. I no, I actually I
0: prefer a regular barber shop where everybody talks shit. I can't handle like I remember the first time I went into a barber shop in Connecticut. and I told him I wanted like a high skin fade, <laughs> and the lady was like, what? she looked at me like I had three heads. She's like, we don't have those here. <laughs> we don't clippers like like, like like what? We don't have those here.
1: We can't cut like, your hair. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was too. I was too trash for the white barbershop. Exactly. <laughs> you not. were like,
1: where do you think you are? What kind of pl- establishment do you think we run? Uh, excuse me. May I have the corporate cut? Exactly. Can I get the scissor cut, please? Can I get the scissor cut? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're getting the scissor cut to short as an adult, man, that's that's yeah, yeah weird. That was weird. I was like, I'm listen. I'm the I'm the fade. I'm like, listen, I'm the bald now because I'm bald and I just went, I went the other day and I told the guys like, do you want a fade? and you want a three? I'm like, dude, I want to know. I want to, I want to have all the way around my head because I'm giving, I gave up already. It's bald. There's no hair. Just let's just cut it all Yeah, I'm, lives done. Life. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done pre- trying to cover my baldness. It's gonna just, I need it to come out already. It's just, there's no more hair up there. <laughs> which which was harder, coming out gay or coming out bald? Coming out comedian was the hardest. Coming out of I right. mean as like a I had I tell people I came out twice to my mom, once as a gay man and second as a comedian, and she took the second one the worst. I'm actually. like, what are you doing to me? That's not a profession. You'll never She's support like, why yourself. Are you, why are you gonna go about daring and talk about dicks and balls all day? I can't believe it. What will people say? What is our family gonna say? What is our family? I'm like, I don't care what they say, mom. I don't care. I don't care what people say anymore. And that's how I live my life. How, what are people, that's a very Hispanic way of living. What are people going to say? That's not just a Hispanic
0: way of living, my friend.
1: You're like, no, it's not only Hispanic.
0: That is, that is the world's way of living. That is society's way of living. And it's, it's done for a reason because if we're paying attention to what everybody else thinks about
1: us, we're not paying attention to the fact that it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's so bullshit. It's bullshit. It is. And I told her I'm done. I can't live this life anymore. I'm unhappy. I listen. I, I I I'm. I need to be my truest self, and my truest self is on stage. It's on stage telling jokes. That's who I am. Yeah.
0: And and I could. I, I watched. I watched one of your sets. I thought it was awesome. And I, I can tell you that. Um, I don't think that we're supposed to be anything but ourselves.
1: Like, isn't that the definition of life? It is. But, you know, again, these preconceived notions of like, who do you need to be in life? And I, I actually went to, I went to school. I got my degree finally just to, just to, for my mom, I graduated and I got my Same. bachelor's and I got, and I was like, Sumna kun lad. and it's like, and I was like, I don't need this, this paper to tell me I'm smart. I know I'm smart. And I gave that paper to my mom as soon as I graduated. And I said, this is for you to shut up. Mine's in the garage, I think. I gave it to her and she has it up because it's her paper. But that paper meant nothing to me when I got it. It like meant, the only thing it meant is that I like had, I, I stayed up to three in the morning for like a year. That's what what's that that's what that paper meant to me. That paper meant that. Yeah, it was all the all the late <laughs> nights and no sleep. Exactly. Hungry, Thank anxiety. that's what that, that paper meant that to me. That I stayed up to three in the morning and people were like, They oh, should yeah, stamp yeah, gonna... that bitch with maylocks." They, 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 they my god, that paper, that <laughs> I looked at that bachelor's and I was like, this was the worst. I mean, this is the worst thing I've ever done in my life And I will never go back to school I love that I have a
0: school-themed podcast That is downing on
1: (laughs) (laughs) me Here's the thing
0: Do it for what is authentic to you Now, if you are going to college Because it is something that is creatively Or it is your niche What you feel like you were put on this earth to do Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah, go for it Yeah, But don't, don't do it Because somebody told you You're
1: not a whole human without it Cause that's fucking horseshit. That's shit. my highlight my, my whole life. I wasn't a whole human without my bachelor's. I wasn't a whole human without a degree. I, I I my family's like you're not a human until you get a degree. And my sisters are the same way. My My sisters, both of them have masters. And it's like I'm not gonna. They're like, when are you gonna? They're, the The next question is like, when are you gonna get your masters? I'm not gonna. I am a comedian. I say dick and balls for a living. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do for the rest of my life. And that's how I want to live my life. I'm. T- I do go to school. Actually, I go i actually do theater like classes i'll do there improv i tell people i am in school i'm always like trying to improve myself as a comedian all the time to get to the next level because i think you're always i think you one thing i do think in life is that you should do you should always be open to learning that's what i think open yourself up to learning whatever it is open yourself up It doesn't have to be that you have to get a degree about it. You just open your mind up to learning stuff, reading a book, going to a a seminar, going to this, like trying new things, like open your mind. Make new
0: friends. Yes, Walk up to people that you would have never in your life met or talked to before. Walk up to them Put your hand out and be like, yo, I don't know you, but I really would like to. There's, people
1: don't get pissed. They don't. Totally. As they don't. long as you're genuine. They don't if get pissed. If you're genuine, people don't get pissed. Listen, people love to walk up to me wherever I am because I have this face that I think it says friendly. And they just like, I was in the middle of Amsterdam like waiting for a bus and like by myself, I didn't know where the hell I was just lost. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to be lost. I want to be lost. I want to be lost. And answer to that That's the best place to get lost in. So I was like, there and I pers- like p- two people came up to me. It's like, Hey, do you know where this is at? And I'm like, I'm not from here. Sorry. But I have this kind of personality that people are very drawn to me when it comes it's, to like, it's an energy. Yeah. They're like, they just come up to me and ask me questions. I was like, listen, I, I know I'm going to take this bus to go to the museum, if you're going that way, maybe you come on the same bus, you know, but I don't know where I am. I'm in Amsterdam. I'm lost. I, I'm yeah. like, I think everybody in Amsterdam's a little bit lost. They're a little <laughs> bit lost. They are. They are. <laughs> we're they all are these questions for, for eating destinations. <laughs> yeah. They were like, Oh, where do you go here? Where do you go? There? Oh, I, but I love going to the shops there. It was so much fun. Like I love going there, like to the, to the coffee shops. I don't smoke, but like, I was getting high anyways, because once you're in there, you're gonna get high. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet because it's weed everywhere, and it's like in the ducks, and everybody's smoking. So I was like there, and Amsterdam's the best because like there's food like all around the clock. And there's a place called FUBU that they have these machines that you could put, like, tokens in. And the food, you could open up the thing and food comes out of it. And I'm like, I want some chicken wings right now.
0: It's in Japan. Japan is, like, the the king of vending machines, man. I love it. You can get, like, dude, you can get hot cream corn in a can. Hot
1: cream corn in a can? (laughs) Hot cream corn in a can? (laughs) 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 <laughs> hot cream corn in a can. can. When I saw that the
0: first time, I was like, Are "You fucking kidding me? Hot what cream is this?" corn in a can. That's for real, right there. I haven't No, seen but that you here. can like, you can get like the the best coffee came in hot cans. It's all Georgia brand, which is actually Coke, mm. and mm. they have all these different brands over there. But you can also get like French fries. You can get sushi. Oh my God, yes. you can get, dude. 7-Eleven sushi actually is good. You get seven. You get sushi in the U.S. at 7-Eleven. You're guaranteeing no, you're, you're yourself gonna like <laughs> you're going to be sick. It's a situation.
1: You're, you're, you're going to be in the toilet if you try to get sushi from 7-Eleven. Do not get b- listeners. Do not get sushi from 7-Eleven. Please do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, you know.
0: It's like going to an Italian restaurant and ordering you know something. You're ordering sushi. Exactly, you know, it's or like, go to a Japanese place to how's your lasagna. Exactly,
1: like if you <laughs> if, if you eat lasagna at a sushi restaurant, you need to go somewhere with that. I like, I don't know where you're going, but you better not order lasagna at a sushi restaurant. I have friends yeah. that, that do not like sushi, so like we'll go there and I'll tell them we'll try the pad thai or something. But I was like, like first of all, like why are you here with me when you knew you were coming to a sushi restaurant? <laughs>
0: why are you with me <laughs> it's it's so that I, I thought about this the other day when I was describing my own immaturity but i i feel like that is a requirement for the menu with mazes scenario oh yeah every time every time you you end up in a restaurant with somebody that doesn't eat that they have to get the menu with mazes to find like the chicken fingers or the fucking Thank like you. the little mini
1: burger or
0: the Seriously. hot dog <laughs>
1: like <laughs> I go like we you knew it's a sushi Takara for a reason like that means that it's sushi that's being sold here why did you say let's meet here if you don't need raw fish. <laughs> I argue they don't know. I argue the majority of them have never really tasted it. I, I, and I told them, let's just try it. It's not that bad. They're like, nah, I don't want to try. I'm like, listen, I this is my motto in life. You try everything once. And if you don't like it, don't do it again. Everything. I think that that's my motto in life.
0: There's, I, And I tend to agree with you. But of course, there are limits in that scenario. <laughs> I remember there was a comedian that uh, this is, I I almost peed my pants when I heard this and I cannot remember who he is, but he said that he knows that he's not gay because once a year he sucks a dick to check and he still doesn't (laughs) like it. Yes (laughs) Yes, <laughs> I'm like, yo, that's. I mean, I, I didn't know how to respond to that. Yo, know, like, that's pretty year, fucking funny.
1: Once a he year, checks. He, he checks. He does a, a he does see. a semen check. He, he, just he does, does a salmon, salmon check. He goes. He does a salmon check. A salmon? No, he does a salmon, <laughs> a salmon check. check. <laughs> He does a salmon check once he a year. He orders the salmon order- once a year. Exactly. He orders the salmon. He's like, I would like the salmon, please. I was like, oh. with some semen on it. Thank you very much. Salmon with semen some on it. That's a commitment to know you don't like something. <laughs> that's some commitment Dude, to- <laughs> that's yeah. a commitment. to Hey,
0: academics. Have you endured life's tragedies, trials, and tribulations? Did you adapt and overcome? Do you have advice for others to pay forward and want to be a guest? Then email us a brief two to three minute video to show at the tragedy academy.com and tell us how our academics can learn and grow from these experiences. Thanks again for your support. Now back to class. Wait anymore. Anyway, they, like, words
1: are fucking nothing. They not take it's anything a seriously anymore. I don't take anything seriously anymore. It's hard I just, not I to. Just, it's just, hard not to. I just, I just I even through all this pandemic and stuff like that, I really try to maintain this positive attitude all the time because my mom is like the worst. She's like the most like everybody's gonna die and we're gonna end up dead all the time. She takes it always everything my mom does takes she takes my, it to my death My
0: stepmother is from Puerto death. Rico. Death. And um <laughs> I, I I was raised with her for quite a while too. I understand mm-hmm. the Latin mom over death,
1: death. <laughs> overreacting all you the, know to yeah. every single thing yeah yeah i like you. death like i'm like mom we're not going to die will you stop thinking we're going to die we're not going to die that we're... actually invites death exactly i told her would you stop it like it should be like and should have like all oh, anxiety attacks and calling me like four o'clock in the morning like through the pen i'm like mom we're not going to die will you stop we're not going to die okay stop it like, and I Turn have to off like, your TV. Put she, it on Golden Girls. She likes Univision and Telemundo. Oh. That is her thing. And she tells me about life through them. So she's like, well, the te- Telemundo <laughs> told me. <laughs> Univision told me. And I was like, mom, that's not real. Do you understand that's not real? That's Univision. Univision are dramatic people. They're just Hispanic, <laughs> dramatic people on TV. <laughs> you might
0: as well be watching novellas. Or sorry, reading novell- you for you your- should be. You should
1: be watching a novella. A novela's is more real than Univision. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Those slaps are recreated in real life all the time. <laughs> exactly. Like La Virgen de Guadalupe is better than Univision. La Virgen de Guadalupe is better than Univision. So watch that instead of Univision cuz they're just like like making everything like sensationalizing everything and catastrophizing everything because they need ratings, mom. They're ratings, is ratings. Because that's all we
0: ever chase is the is the We have to always win. We always have to have the most. We always have to have better than. We always have to have a good time. We always have to have all those things, but we fail to realize that they come with the opposite. And if you continue to chase that, you're never going to accept any pain in your life. It will always be crippling. It will always break you down. It'll fold you up like a lawn chair because you've been running
1: from it since day one. It's like getting caught by the boogeyman. So the, talking about pain and pain, like how, why the tragedy academy? Why that name? So because there's tragedy in life, number one, and that uh, the
0: viewpoint that we have on society or reality as a whole is not rooted in anything but a tragedy because it's a cosmic joke. You know, the way that we come up through life and you hit that juncture, you know, the midlife crisis, so to speak, um, and you get on your knees, I feel like it is a, it is a mask. It is a mask from day one. And you carry that mask throughout life. And you you actually don't carry a mask throughout life. You carry numerous masks and they go in a sack. And as you get older, you put them into that bag and you have to pull them out each time you interact with somebody. So say you're in an interview. This is how you can test this. Say you're in an interview. You're not going to talk the same. Your mom gives you a call. You're going to pick up the phone. You're going to talk different. at and gives you a call, wants to fucking give you something. You're going to have a different voice. You're not going to answer any of these the same. However, those each and every one of them are a mask. You have a mask for when you're hanging out with your friends that like rock. You have a mask for this. You have a mask for this type of job. You have all these masks that you carry around and they get heavy. They get heavy. You have to remember the last time you interacted with somebody how to act in order to be reaccepted or reintegrated into that conversation. The fuck is that? You have to remember what the
1: hierarchy was of your last interaction. That's bullshit. I don't bullshit. have time for that. I, I'm exactly. Away, I'm, I'm, I'm. 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 This is who I am. Wear the mask. Wear your I am. mask with every fucking wound, uh, uh, this stripe, this is, exactly, crack everything. This is who I am. And if you don't like it, you don't have to. You don't have to. And it's funny because I. A lot of people in the last three years, I've lost friendships. Because of where I'm going in life and who I am in life. And it's like, and long lasting friendships, not like little friendships. How like, relieving was it? It was painful because I didn't, it was a painful experience because 25 years of friendships, you losing that in your life, it was very painful. But at the same time, now that I, I came, I walked through the pain. Now I will no no longer go back to that friendship. I won't. That friend, I love them, I care about them I wish them the best and I want them to like Have amazing things in life But you no longer serve a purpose In my life Yeah I think the
0: correct def- definition is, is you have served your purpose in exactly. my life because you're supposed to go through these friendships. You're supposed to go through these interactions. And it's not because, you know, there's you, you have some kind of karmic response or anything like that. It's because it's how you develop. It's how you become a different person. You can't you can't be eternally in debt to your past mistakes. Exactly. If you are not didn't. Otherwise, you're not living in the now. And you're you're disrespecting what if you believe in God or if you're religious or not or whatever it is, you know, that now and authenticity are the only two items you've been given. Only two things. And I i would I would guess that being anything other than that present and authentic would be a slap in the face of whoever created you or whatever it was.
1: Exactly. No. And I, I totally agree to that. And and and. And I learned, I learned through letting go of those friendships that, that it was, that I, I no longer, not that I no longer needed them, but that I was okay to invite new people into my life and new people. just great. And new people were coming in just like out of nowhere when they, those friendships fell apart. Like all of a sudden uh, these doors opened for new people to just come into my life and wonderful, amazing people came into my life after those friendships were gone. And I was like, wow, you know, I was. Maybe those friendships needed to end because they no longer served me and I needed to have new people in my life that were going to support the life that I had now. You know, what if those people were
0: there the whole time and the other people were there the whole time? You were standing there facing one direction and you had all of that the other direction. There's a switch that flips and it's actually your perception and view on yourself that changes the direction with which people come to you. Once you view yourself with the, the respect that it deserves, once you love yourself for who you are, once you look in that mirror and it makes you smile because you're being an idiot, guess what happens? Every person that feels that way is going to come to you. Because you are a different
1: human being at that moment. But you have to flip the switch. Have to flip the switch. And that's the hard part. Flipping the switch is the hard part. Flipping the switch is very difficult. Actually, you have to have your power shut off. You, do, you, you have to have, you, yeah, you needed to like go and like get a, you needed to get a new power source. That's what you needed to do. You needed to get Ooh, a new power source.
0: I like that. Yes. I like that.
1: That's what you because needed. Because the
0: one that we have now is no, not serving It's, not, it's well. not
1: working. It's not working anymore. And so I needed to get a new power source and I needed to just be like, hey, this is new. And, and, and you go through your grieving process of losing friendships. I grieved those friendships and I needed to grieve them for a while. And even to this day, like, it's so funny because now I'm going to Colombia for a wedding in August. And this is how crazy life is. My cousin became really good friends because I introduced him to the people that are no longer friends with me. And they're going to the wedding. So I had to make, I had, I don't want to, and they, these people refused to talk to me about our friendship because I tried to address it. So now I have to be like, I had to tell my cousin like, hey, I do not want to be an unauthentic person in this situation. So please, just so you're aware, don't put me in the same table with these people because I do not, I cannot be unauthentic anymore. And if they try to talk to me, I'm going to be like, before you even have a conversation with me, You need to address the fact that you haven't talked to me in almost two years. Do not be fake in front of these people because I will put you in your place. So if you don't want that at your wedding, please put me in the kitty table in the back. I'm okay with that. Put me Dude, with the, the kids. kids tables more fun. Exactly. I told they don't them, serve salmon. Thank you. I don't want salmon. <laughs> I don't want salmon. It's not at the kids table. I don't want someone put me in that kids table, please. So I can have fun with them because I love the children and I'm just like a child. So put me in that table and leave and I will be able to have fun. And I don't need to address these people because I don't want to address them. And I don't want to be fake. I'm tired of being fake. I will no longer be fake in my life. I will it's not be much a fake work. person. It's too much work. And so if they come to me, I'm going to be like, you want to have a conversation with me? Let's squash it out right now. Let's squash out our friendship right now and move on. But you refused for two years to talk to me about our friendship. Two mm-hmm. years when I tried to address our friendship with, and if this was a 25-year friendship. 25 years. I'm 40. We met when we were 15, dude. Like we weren't just like whatever. We grew up together. So I'm good with it, but I told them, "Hey, don't put me in the table with." <laughs> I like that you
0: said I'm good with it after you said that long yeah. ass line. Uh, exactly. Where you're torn, you're still torn the fuck apart by it because that's family to you. Yeah, it so is. I would, I would ask you a question or, or encourage something. Yeah, of course. Right? Um, I, and I don't know how the reaction of these type of people will be because they're your friends, your family, or whatever yeah, they might yeah, yeah. be. So I can't, I can't give any wager on how they would act, right? However, I do know that we are only in control of one thing, and that's ourselves, right? And if it starts within, maybe they need a reason to cross the line without being ashamed of their stance from before. It's just, it's just how life works. People will hold on to the, the dirtiest position because they don't want to be shamed for what they believed at the time. Right. It's man, I've been, I've been in that on that side before,
1: Totally, you know, my family lives that way. That's how they live. They hold on to like the craziest thing. You reintroduced yourself to your mom, you
0: said, um, or something along that lines. And I think that, well, first of all, I would say that you probably reintroduced yourself to yourself, um, before anything else. Um, so maybe take a stab at approaching this as an opportunity to not discuss what happened, because remember there's no such thing as the past. You're right. Because you've never been there. I've never been I've there. I've never been in the past. have never been in tomorrow either. So maybe try reintroducing yourself.
1: And I totally, and and that's why I like to like have different, if that makes sense. I know. I totally get it. I totally get the what you're saying. actual you, the actual me, give
0: them a chance and say, you know what? You were not at fault for my internal deception to myself. For that reason, I want to give you a chance to see the real me. If you don't accept the real me, then we're square. Exactly, We're good. Right. And I'm not saying the onus is on you. No, no, no. no. The onus is always, the onus is always on the authentic person, unfortunately, or those that have made that evolutionary step in life. However, it, There's just nothing to be won anymore. Man, I just hit my mic like a pro. Um,
1: (laughs) You're you're so excited. You're just like, yes.
0: I was. I was animated. But that's that's the only. It's
1: true. You're right. Because
0: you have very few, very few weapons in the arsenal of defending authenticity. It's true. Very few weapons. That's because they don't need to exist because you let your authenticity speak on its own. And I
1: like to talk about people just perspective wise, because I don't think that I'm the only, like I like, that's why I say that open mindedness has been the key to my growth because I'm open-minded mm-hmm. to listen to people's point of view instead of being very blocked like I used to be and be like, no, you're wrong. And they did this to me. And blah, 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 and I'm like, I don't live that way anymore. I'm like, no, let me be open to the idea of like, I can introduce myself to these people and be like, hey, this is me. Now, I already introduced myself to you guys. You guys need to either accept or deny this person, and it's fine. Whatever you guys no, do,
0: you don't even care after that. Okay, that's the thing. Okay, you give it zero importance at that point, mm-hmm. and if it's supposed to happen. It'll happen, but you have cleansed yourself of the demons. Yes, I have. Because you accepted yourself, and you know what? You don't even have to put any weight on it when you're there. True. Focus on everything that's happy, and that they don't even exist, and they will only exist when they cross your path. Exactly. Tell me otherwise. Tell me that anybody in the world is
1: real when they're not in front of you. No, they're not. Well, they they rent they rent space in my head. That's where they oh, that's a fucking great way to say it. You're right.
0: And guess what? They're not paying rent. No. They-, <laughs> they just have a space. Exactly. Those motherfuckers aren't giving you exactly. a dime. They're giving you diarrhea.
1: Exactly. There's a story <laughs> by Paulo Coelho which is a very true story about like it's it's in this place called uh I don't remember, but it's it's in it's about a bird That like the person traps in a cage because he loves the bird, and then the per the the bird in the cage, and that's why I feel like the bird in the cage cannot be his most authentic self. And the, and, but the, the person that loved the bird wanted the bird next to them. And the bird's like, but I am not being this free bird. You put me in the cage. You put, me, and now I'm dying because I can't be free. So the, the person's about, I love you. I love you. I want to keep you next to me. You always leave me. And the, and the bird's like, I'm dying inside because you put me in a cage. And so finally the bird died. And then the person was like, I, what happened? Why did the bird die? And it was because, and that is what happens in life that people put you in this cage and they trap you in this cage and they hold on to you in this cage and they don't let you be yourself and you die. Did they not let you or did you not know that you
0: had a choice that you didn't have to be in the cage?
1: I didn't know I, I didn't know at that point I had a choice. None of us do. I didn't know I had You're a same choice. Same way. Dude, I was told my laugh was
0: ridiculous. Don't laugh. Who tells
1: a child not to laugh? What the fuck is that? Exactly. That's like stealing your happiness. Who, who says that to somebody? <laughs> who said? And, right. And the all types of life. Are, I laugh like you know my my true most authentic. I have my my uh ma- I worked at the Mandarin Oriental, so I used to have my Mandarin Oriental laugh, and everybody knew that I had the Mandarin Oriental laugh. So they'll be like, "Oh, you have that Mandarin Oriental laugh." They're just like, oh, "Oh, yes, of course." Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> oh yes. The James Bottom yeah, tooth that like, the, that from like, like, like exactly yeah. that, that. Like, oh, oh, that's so. Funny. Huh? And my friends would be like, God. My laugh is like when I really laugh, I laugh like that, that, that cartoon dog that's like, <laughs> dude, I do too. I die. That's, that's my laugh. Every time I laugh from like the gut, I laugh like that dog. And people are always like, Oh my God, you're like that dog from the cartoon that's always like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, mutley. It's mutley. Yeah, mutley. Mutley. Oh like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that's
0: my laugh. And they're like, oh my god, you're mutley. <laughs> yeah, I wheeze. I get super high pitched. Yeah, I snort. I do all these things. And you know what? I I started out. I I heard like one or two, uh, you know, shitty statements and comments from people when I first started releasing content. And when you're bullied and you're you're scared of other people's opinion and stuff, thank God I had. Sat and edited so much audio and listened to myself for so long, which I think everybody should have to do that because it makes you hear your own neediness, your own quirks and issues with an outside perspective. But I had also come to terms with actually like two or three days before I had told somebody, I was like, my fucking laugh is obnoxious. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then like the next day, there was a comment on one of the things like I can't get past this fucking laugh, you know, or something like that. And I was like, my comment response was, see, I told you my laugh was obnoxious, <laughs> you know, but it took so long for me to be able to do something like what
1: that. It's your laugh. It's your, it's your laugh. It's who you are. It's your laugh. It's special. It's you. It's your it, laugh. It's, it's, it's authenticity a, at its finest. It's not, a, it's nobody else has your laugh and it's you. And that's what makes it you. And even if it's obnoxious, it's still your laugh. And when you care about people, which hum, just in a human standpoint, you don't care about. you. It's not that you don't care, but you listen to that laugh and you, it, you find it in a way like, I love this person no matter what, even if their laugh is obnoxious because it's like, it's funny. Like, it's, it's, it's pure happiness. It's pure joy. It's, that's why I love kids. I, I was, a, I have an elementary education background. That's what I actually wanted to do. I wanted to be an elementary teacher and kids are like the best. Like, I talked to oh, my filter. godson. The, the, bro, the other day, he's like, I was like, Hey, you're going to learn how to write my name? Like, cause he's like in, in pre K and he's like, yeah, I'm going to, when I grow up, I'll learn how to write your name. When I grow up, when I, when I grow up, I'll learn how to write your name. <laughs> Like, and, I was like, and I was like, that's right when you grow up He's like, yeah, when I grow up When I'm when I'm bigger, I'll learn how to write your name And I was like, that's classic Classic, classic things that a kid would say Like, not now, but when I'm older I'll learn how to write your name Not now Already planned Life already
0: planned exactly. down to the smallest increment We take it too We're like, come on life Give me a stack of shit to do Because otherwise I will be bored And have to think about death Exactly Exactly. Where did humanity come from in this game? Oh my I don't want to be bored, and I don't want to think about death. Exactly. Attorney. Guy that makes whopper or salad smell like a whopper. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a guy that uh, you know, sweeps up poop outside of a you know, a tiger enclosure because mm-hmm. we felt we had to put th- all sorts of things happen that we can do exactly, and all because and they, and we're scared. It, and
1: they'll be thinking of doing anything, and you just tell them, and they'll say the most random stuff. And I'll just be like, That's exactly who you should be. Be that if you, be, they're the best, they're the purest form of authenticity. If you want to know who. Really is authentic a child because you, we haven't put anything on them yet. Life hasn't been put on them yet no layers there's no layers of experiences there's no expectations there's no, that we are the ones that ruin these children we ruin them because we have all these expectations for them of who they need to be and where they need to become and where they need to go and who they need to in your life it's a genetic and hereditary insanity oh my god it's it's like the disillusion that this person needs to be something when let them be who they are think about that needs to be, be something, something. You ever seen a duck or a horse or anything else need to be something other than a duck or a horse? Thank you. Uh, I read this book called by uh, <laughs> Domingo Rees, The "The Four Agreements. And in The Four Agreements, and it's an amazing book. It changed my life. It's called The Four Agreements by Domingo Rees. And it says, listen, why are you trying to make a dog something else? A dog is a dog is a dog. So let the dog be the dog. The dog is not a cat. The cat is not a dog. The dog is a dog is a dog. So why are you always trying to change people? Why are you always putting expectations on people and not letting them be who they are? And that shifted my perspective in that because I was always trying to put these things on people all the time. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're a dog. And so I would say that to people. A dog is a dog is a dog. You're a dog. Be the dog. Just be the dog. Just be you because it's so much easier. It's so much easier. It takes,
0: dude, Uh, You know what it's, it's when people are, it's kind of like wearing uh, a racist shirt, right? I understand on one hand how it's awful, but damned if it doesn't tell me who to avoid. Thank you. (laughs) I'm I'm like, I know that's horrible, but I'm like,
1: thank you. Dude, that's a super great identifier. You're a fucking piece of shit. The scary part is when they wear those masks and you don't know they're racist and then then you have to play with them anyways and they're doing these microaggressions to you and those microaggressions are being (gasps) done and you're just like, I know you're racist, but you don't show that you're racist, but you say things that are racist and you're like, I know you're racist. I know you don't respect me as a person.
0: So let me ask you this. You just led me to a perfect, perfect segue into this. Um, the As a comedian, you put yourself in front of a large group of people. And in that moment, I, I've often believed that comedians have a very, very heavy, heavy burden with which to provide perspective to people in the world. And that is you have a mindful moment in front of everyone. You have captured people's attention and you have X amount of minutes to make them laugh and to change their mind about something. Because I hear you doing it. You're you taking
1: the you take the air out of tires. What is that like? It feels like it's I'm going to tell you I it's my truth as the way I see them. It, 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 that's why my podcast is called I, I Am Just Gain. I've always wanted to add a, spe- a comedy special called I Am Just Sane because it's my view on the way I view life. So I'm just sane. So I just said, oh, I'm just gay because I the way I view life is the way I view life. So the way I see things as a gay, queer, male, Hispanic, Latino, added on with all the things that I've experienced is the way that I see life. So it's the way I view life when I'm on stage and the way I see things, the way that people might even their even their experiences of me as a, as a person, like the way my family treats me as a, a gay man, the way like my friends treat me as a gay man, like the, the way that society even treats me as a gay man. Like, but like Hispanics love to call gay men birds. Like they're like always like, Oh, he's a bird. He acts like a bird. Is that the term? I haven't heard that before. It's called, it's called pajaro. Like they love to say pajaro. Kind of like I mean, fairy a, or something. Like a fairy. It, exactly. That them like, so my joke is like, have you ever seen a, uh, you, have you ever seen a bird suck dick? Because I've never seen a bird suck dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, I have, I. You've got me there. Never seen. Although I, I can't lie. If somebody told me, hey, if you look behind this curtain, there's a bird sucking dick. I'd probably look. There's like a hundred percent chance I would need to see that. Who wouldn't want to see a person <laughs>
1: big? But, right, but like how man. does that, does the, does it, the beak uh, like fold backwards th- like exactly. a muppet? Thank you, but we're not birds. So why no. are you comparing us to birds? We're not going around, flying around like. The like, real question
0: like, is, why do you care that we're birds?
1: Exactly. Like, and then so Hispanics love to say, mira ese pájaro. Mira, like, like they've compared feathers to like being like, very like flamboyant. So they're like, Oh, plumage. Pluma, like plumage. So they're like, and I was like, dude, why are we being compared to birds? How does that even make sense? How in life are we? Birds don't suck dick. Gay men do though. <laughs> yeah. Like what's the correlation? What's the I correlation. don't see it. The- I don't see the correlation between being gay and being a bird. I'm still trying to figure out, please you straight people do not call us birds. Is that, is, I, I got to tell you, this is a new one to me, but I have, I have some very close
0: gay friends that I am going to definitely call birds tomorrow. Next time I see him, i be like, I'm going to ask him if he knows, like, I, what, what is a bird? Cause I remember we went to a, um, I went to see Madonna in Miami yep. and yep. Um, our, our, our two friends went with us. And they were—they are were both gay—and they mm-hmm. were telling us, "I got a crash course mm-hmm. where, all, of course, it's it's Madonna in Miami at like the, the the that white theater, the small one, the amphitheater, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. the the, the old school, yeah the, the Fillmore. Fillmore,
1: yeah yeah hot as
0: hell in that place, yeah. It was but um, <laughs> it is. I remember hot. sitting in there, and there's a lot of gay guys at a Madonna it's concert Madonna. in Miami. It's Madonna, yeah, like a virgin. So, they went through. <laughs> there wasn't a fucking version in
1: that place. Exactly. I know there wasn't. I know that's horrible to say, but I guarantee no, you. But we think they are when we're listening to that song like yeah, Everybody does.
0: But they went through and they're like, okay, that's a daddy. Yes. That's a that's a twink. That's a that's a uh whatchamacallit, a um, that's a viking. Uh, that's, a, that's a that's a bear. <laughs> It started describing Like what each and I, I was
1: fascinated. It is fascinating I loved it It is fascinating I loved it It's fascinating So what am I I told my wife I was going to ask you What you're, am I you're What a, would I be mean? You're a you're a, ba- you're a daddy bear You're a daddy uh, bear Oh I'm i you're, I've you're a got daddy. two of them Yeah you're a daddy And you're a bear You're like You're like I think I like daddy, that. daddies are like people over, like, listen, I'm already if you're over the age of 40, you're considered a daddy. That's just automatically Okay, like, that's the entry. That, that's just like already automatically, like, once you're 40 and over in the gay world, you're a daddy. Oh, so there's no cougar there, in, the, there's, in the in the no, male world. No, there, there's daddies. That's what we are. We're either sugar daddies or we're daddies. That's what <laughs> <laughs> So you either have money or you don't have money. God, man, that's a low, I don't like this. Exactly. You, on. you already get like neat and then you're a bear because you're like a bigger, hairier guy and you look like, you know, like you look like yeah. a bear and like you have fluffy. a bear, you're fluffy, you know, then there's otters. I don't know. That's a, that like, doesn't sound like a flattering it uh, isn't, set of it isn't descriptions bi- it for isn't, me. It isn't flattering <laughs> at all.
0: Although I am a very animated cartoon, so I can only imagine how many cartoon bears are out there that I... Uh, would be put like in the same classification with. You're
1: like Jogi the like, Bear. Ho, ho,
0: ho, ho. Ho, you just ho, ho, said that so Spanish. You just said that <laughs> so Spanish. Jogi, you're you're like you Jogi. said Jogi. Jogi the Bear. <laughs>
1: oh, ho, ho. Hey, 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 hey boo, hey, 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 boo. Get picnic basket.
0: Boo, boo, boo. Hey, hey boo, hey, hey, boo. Hey, hey,
1: Jogi <laughs> the Bear. You're like Jogi. I used to say, instead of saying Yankees, I used to say Yankees. So I used to, and people will make fun to me all the time. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm still from Miami. I still say jankies. I still say yogi, I still use that stuff because it's hard for me to say yee, yee, instead of cause the yee, yee, because the the Y sounds a certain way to me. So, but yeah, I like, you y- your yogi, the bear is like the type of, and so we are, we are, we all as gay men have these type of, and again, it means nothing, but in the gay world- it Oh, means, of course not. It, it's it, just it, fun. It's, it's fun, but in the gay world, like bears hanging with bears. Twings hang with twins. Like, oh, really? Don't hang it's with, segregated? Yeah, twinks don't hang with bears. Like twins have muscle daddies don't hang with bears. Like uh, like otters hang with bears. Otters are- oh, sca- Hold ot- on a minute. Hold <laughs> on a minute. What the fuck is an otter? Otter is a fit, hairy guy because <laughs> he's all white and, and he's like because others are skinnier and more and more like uh, more otters are cute but they oddly look like a poop they, they do they do i the only <laughs> thing good about otters is that they build dams and i'm like and i'm intrigued by that all the time i don't know why otters I, build dams yeah. i thought that was beavers no otters build dams too i think or beavers build I, dams beavers build dams (laughs) (laughs) otters otters will lay on their back
0: and like crack shit on their stomach they use like rocks as tools
1: yeah I don't know know. I could
0: could be misinformation see the bottom of the logo says non
1: purist column do you know what that means in Latin no it's not (laughs) not an accredited school exactly so you're like I I can be wrong look google it google it (laughs) it's perfect so anytime we fuck up or anytime what? i say something that might not be completely factual i just say non-pure scholar pure scholar, no, pure scholar. sue me it says that we're not accredited right there oh, on I the tell logo people all the time just google it if i'm wrong then fine you're right and then there we squash it so so yeah it's a whole combination of like we all we all as gay people always like to like like we're very like clicky too we're very clicky Gay, gay people can be very clicky like hispanics gay latinos like you know even in the way that we even i mean there's been talks so much talks about the way that people like even look uh put profiles like i don't i don't date black guys i don't date asian guys i don't date this guy da, 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 da. like and it's like it's like this segregation of like between our culture there's still like this kind of like segregation where we're like Bear, bear, bears go to bear clubs. There's clubs for bears, like there's bear parties. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, there's a, gonna...
0: I know this is horrible because let's. How can you be disenfranchised and then disenfranchised again? Thank you. Uh, That's <laughs> What well we
1: do, we disenfranchise the disenfranchise. It kind of defeats the purpose, right? So we've learned. I've I've
0: successfully what I've I've insulted Hispanic people. I've insulted gay people. Um, I, I'm going to just as soon as this show is over I'm going to grab everything And I'm just going to walk out to the retention pond Where that gator is I'm in Florida And I'm going to just toss it in there And uh, let it go <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to walk over there I'm going to do that's it with class gotta, So I'm going to put like gonna a gonna monocle, do. top hat um, Like scuba flippers And everything in between And go awesome. out there and then play some music That'll And toss great. it all in
1: That would be great, great, great
0: <laughs> No, man I I cannot thank you enough for coming on here and sharing what is you know a very 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 impressive way that you have gotten through everything. I, I'm I'm honored to have spent the time. No, with thank you, you for personally. inviting
1: me. It's been an awesome experience to share and great conversation. The chat the. Tragedy Academy is awesome I've been listening to your podcast already I, I I like to start things from the beginning like I told you so I started from the way beginning and I just moved forward because I'm just I'm one of those people like Instagram I like to go to the throwers like all the way down to your first picture and see the evolution of you that's why yep. I'm one of those I need <laughs> the evolution if you don't have evolution you're fake exactly that's why I need the evolution and that's why we, we left
0: it exactly the way it is because nothing's changed you know same thing Keep going
1: forward. And uh I, I love it. And I would um, love for you to come on my show definitely and, and come done, to I'm just done. I'm i just I, I Absolutely would love to be on your show. And like we can shoot the shoot the shit, which is amazing. It, it's great. It was a great experience speaking with you. Absolutely. So why don't you uh say plug your podcast in your social media? My podcast is uh I am just gain. Uh, hosted by Hernando del Castillo and then you can find me on Instagram at I am just gang uh, as well. So I'm all over. Uh, you can find all that information there as well. So Instagram, podcasting, and then doing my stand up and you know, just kind of being this comedian in life, which I'm excited about. Uh, we'
0: I'm excited to see you grow in this um, Super, super happy for you. So, again, I appreciate you coming on. Um, And uh, this, I'll I'll take us out from, uh, what is it, uh, Yogi and Boo Boo. Um, (laughs) Yogi and Boo Boo. (laughs) Yo yo, 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 yo. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> hey, hey, boo-boo. Hey, All boo-boo. right, everybody. Remember, <laughs> be cool and keep learning. Hey, academics. Thanks again for attending another class at the Tragedy Academy. You can show us some love by subscribing, downloading, and rating us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or ask Amazon Alexa to play the Tragedy Academy podcast. You can find links to all major podcast platforms and past episodes at thetragedyacademy.com. You can find us on all the majors of social media on Instagram at the Tragedy Academy 2019, on TikTok at the Tragedy Academy, and on Twitter at tragedy underscore academy, where we'll post our clips of upcoming shows, updated info, and thoughts. If you'd like to be a guest, send an email to show at thetragedyacademy.com. Keep an eye out on Instagram for Tragedy Academy giveaways. Thanks again for coming to class. And remember, be cool, keep learning. What's up, academics? This is Jay. I'm here to talk to you about Into the AM. This is a clothing and apparel company that I came across last year that has the absolute coolest designs. And the reason why I was attracted to it is because I grew up without a lot of money, like many others, and had to shop on that outlet rack with the irregular items, things like the fly was over four inches to the left or the right sleeve would be twice the size of the left. It looked like I was growing horizontally. Like, it's okay, honey. You'll grow into your left arm. So you really don't get a chance to express yourself the way that you want to. You go into life, you start putting on suits, you start putting on uniforms, and you realize you'd never had a chance to truly express yourself. Enter into the AM a team of artists and creators who share a common vision. They see clothing as a canvas to express what drives you. Since 2012, they've developed premium apparel that elevates self-expression and provides unparalleled comfort for wherever your passions take you. Into the AM's passion for change is the driving force behind their brand. They remain committed to creating products that inspire and promote self-expression by partnering with like-minded organizations focused on giving back to communities in need. Last year, they donated 1% of all revenue from their graphic tees collection to the Art of Elysium charity. The Art of Elysium is an artist organization built on the idea that through service, art becomes a catalyst for social change. For over 24 years, the Art of Elysium has paired volunteer artists with communities to support individuals in the midst of difficult emotional life changes. They currently offer 110 community programs per month, serving over 30,000 individuals per year. The only permanent thing in life is change. Supporting charities dedicated to helping those going through these changes, trials, and tribulations require a never-ending commitment. The onus is on us as creators to affect change through our true, authentic talents, and Into the AM is the model of how this is done. Their clothes are handcrafted with care. They have a team of skilled artisans that craft each garment with the highest quality fabrics and eco-friendly inks. Not to mention, these things don't shrink, They don't fade and they fit as if they were designed supernaturally. I'm stopped every time I wear one of the graphic tees to find out where I got it. The colors attract attention from miles and the art is nothing short of spectacular with designs for everyone. One of my personal favorites, Twilight Maiden. Go take a look. End of the AM does all of this while putting their money where their mouth is. 30 day money back guarantee, lightning fast shipping and hassle free returns. The deals are endless. Graphic tee bundles, discount promo codes, Get over there. Check it out. I'm highlighting the tees, but I'd be remiss to not mention that if you want to walk around in the absolute most comfortable shorts, joggers, and basic tees, hit up into the AM. I even wear the basics to the gym. Head on over to the tragedyacademy.com, go to our sponsors tab, and follow the affiliate link to the Into the AM store. Help support Into the AM and the Tragedy Academy by purchasing the absolute best apparel and the best designs ever. And remember, academics, be cool and keep learning.